0: Hey, welcome to Realm Lore the Fantasy Bookshelf. My name is Tyler. My name is Ryan. And we love discussing the fantasy genre, and today we're going to be discussing some fantasy.
1: Whether it is our first read or a reread, uh, we will provide a in-depth analysis that even an orc can enjoy.
0: We are planning on hitting many different series with different adventures and experiences.
1: But right now, we're focusing on The Cosmere by Brandon Sanderson, and for me, this is my first ever read-through.
0: And for me, I have read this
1: many times,
0: and it is my top series.
1: So buckle up for the ride.
0: And go through the cosmos with us on an adventure to different realms. And explore the lore.
1: Editing Tyler here. Welcome guys back to the second half of the episode. We had to cut short due to time. Uh, so, you know, without further ado, here's our shenanigans. Chapter 30. There, this is the good one. This is the good one. Chapter 30. Um, Let's
0: see. Yes, I've got one, two, three, four lines. Let's go. So <clears throat> back at the venture ball. Um <laughs> Where, where all the balls started, at least for, for a little Miss Vin. At least for her, yep. Yeah. Um, she and Seyzed both sense that something is off. Um, just something in the air. She learns from Zed that this ball was the final ball for the time being, since everybody is splitting up in, into various alliances. She eventually speaks with Elend. Um, he is harsh with her, breaking off their relationship, and confronts her about lying um and about her identity. Uh, she doesn't take this well and when he leaves her she begins to hear Reen's voice again.
1: <clears throat>
0: so it's actually sad, you know? Like he was not mean to her but he was very very um
1: stiff. Indifferent? Yeah. Uh,
0: and you know and it's clear that it was more to, you know, For her own protection Because it's not like he can just turn off his feelings for her He loves her for sure Yeah It was Um,
1: definitely a hard situation for him
0: Yeah but you know The last ball he was telling her that she needed to leave So in his mind this is like his way of Of getting her to leave now Because he knows that Shit's about to pop off She I mean I say she doesn't take it well. Like She doesn't freak out or anything, but she just gets very in her own head and just again, starts hearing Reen's voice for the first time in a long time, telling her like, I told you he would leave you Um, really does, you know, isn't good for her mental psyche.
1: No, not even close.
0: And to, to, you know, to make things worse, she has an encounter with um, a known gossip. Cliss. I don't believe we've mentioned Cliss up to this point. Cliss has been like the little rumor mill buddy of hers where she needs uh, yeah, information too. If
1: you want information to get out. That's who you get to.
0: Yeah, exactly. She's gossip. Um, and in this conversation, Cliss um, indicates that Ellen is going to get what he deserves soon. Um,
1: and what she gathers, she can tell it's about to go down.
0: Yeah. And Cliss actually confronts Vin about the false rumors that Vin has been spreading. Um Vin trades her sapphire necklace to discover that Ellen is going to get assassinated that evening. Um which causes Vin to say fuck this and she uh, blasts Cliss with emotional allomancy to discover more information um about the assassination attempt. Um when she yep. she she starts to rush off to intervene. Cliss asks um about, you know, uh, that she or or Clis, you know, asked what she owed him because um, you know, didn't he just spurn you? And the answer came immediately. She loved him. Yep. Was, oh yeah. That was a, that was a great g- great little chapter there, or a great little scene in the, within the chapter. Um, Vin searches for a window and eventually escapes into the night. She searches for Ellen and the assassins and does not detect any Alimantic pulses. So she assumes the group has a smoker. Um, she does end up finding the group and attacks. She just goes in guns blazing, just drops in the middle of them and sprays a bunch of coins and just blasts them out in all directions and drops some people. Um, but there's still many more in there. Yeah, she didn't hold Alomancers.
1: anything back. She didn't hold anything back, and I loved
0: it. Yep, and um, uh, as far as foreshadowing goes, um, before she finds them, she does detect a fate alimantic pulse but from a different direction. Yep. And we have another instance of Brandon using the word maladroit. Random. Got, got it again.
1: <laughs> he, he uses it like <laughs> three or four
0: times in this book. It's it's just a meme at this point. Um. But yeah. Um. And so after she after the fight starts, she discovers that not only is there a misborn there, there's, there's three. Second, there there's two misborn there.
1: I thought there was three. This whole think, time when I was reading, I thought there was three. I, I could think, be I could be wrong. I think
0: she's the third one.
1: That might be what it is.
0: Yeah, So so and she discovers that Shan is not a soother. She's a full blown misborn. So w- the rule that Kelster told her was if you get in a fight with a misborn, run. <laughs> run bail. Get so out of there.
1: Let, she let her feelings get in the way this time. And she,
0: she was raging.
1: So she, this, this battle, this battle is just fucking insane. She's going in, just straight marking everybody. And she realizes that uh, that she has, what, the bottle of ATM in her hand? And.
0: Well, she takes yeah, hers yeah. first. Yeah, yeah. So then so oh, yeah, no, she realizes
1: it's in her hand and she was baiting then to swallow it uh yeah mm. she thought she already did and then i do i remember this one i nope. i remember this fight and, uh, and then so then's like oh shit i got to swallow mine she swallows it and then Shan downs hers afterwards realizing ben, then then realizes ah oh, i was duped she he didn't take hers yet oh, uh, uh, and- okay
0: so yeah, so then then, then it's a mistborn fight with ATM. And of course, when you're burning ATM, you can see slightly into the future. And when two Mistborn are burning ATM at the same time, it basically nullifies that. Um it, it basically nullifies your opponent's ability to see what you're gonna do. And so it basically it's you basically just have a, <laughs> a bunch of Im- but with a regular fight with a bunch of shadow images just exploding in all directions for all possible. Sure things that can happen. Very interesting. Uh, I can't wait to see how they portray it in a uh, movie or um, s- uh, television series format, whichever one we get.
1: They need to do a TV series format, but accurately. Nah, they don't well, need to fucking do it.
0: Well, Brandon's brand writing screenplay. the screenplay.
1: Okay, so then it's going to be phenomenal. I
0: uh, know, I can't wait. But we'll, we'll get into all yeah, that in the I've retrospective episode.
1: Done. <laughs> because
0: yeah, because we're supposed to be getting um the official uh, updates on what's happening before the year's out, probably in December, yes, for the state of oh, Sanderson. but we then that that's for the retrospective episode. We will get into all that now, they're fighting, and Vin starts to run out of her ATM. So she decides to um extinguish it just a little early to fake Shan out. And then the last minute, she turns it back on and she uh, stabs Shan in the in the neck with um, a broken arrow twice.
1: So and- yeah, the first time she hits the breastplate or whatever, like her armor, and it does mm-hmm. nothing. And some, like one of the other ones, like one of the other people that's with her, uh, one of the misties, like, shoots something at her, throws something at her, and she like dodges, turns around, and straight badass out and just she grabs uh, it. Grabs it in her hand and just freaking stabs her. Was it the neck? I can't. Yeah, I, don't, it, it, yeah, yeah, I specifically wrote the neck. Just saying, I, I legit out loud said, oh shit. So I was listening to it on an, uh, an audiobook at this point and I was just like, oh shit. Straight out loud like that. Oh man. This is so weird.
0: Yeah, fire, right? <laughs> it's a great fight.
1: Such the best one.
0: So yeah. So she, she killed a Mistborn. Boom. Um and that ends chapter okay. thirty. Super late the super lit chapter. Um we pick up freaking thir- oh yeah, go ahead.
1: No, you're fine. I was gonna start off at thirty one. they're all trying to figure out what's going on. And next thing you well, know, th- Dorkin yeah. go ahead.
0: Oh, well, I was gonna say they're all sitting around like joking and laughing, just hanging out, like like Kel and the crew just like yeah, you know, they're just having a nice little enjoyable evening and then all of a sudden the door gets kicked in, boom, here comes Vin and her her undergarments just bleeding and disheveled and just looking a mess. And then,
1: and then Ham's like, What happened to the dress? She goes, Oh yeah, he goes, Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah dress, well, sorry dress, about that. Dress got <laughs> but one, one of my favorite lines of this. So she's going in recounting everything that happened at the ball, happened during the mm-hmm. fight, and the only thing that freaking Kel says is, "Wow, you got a full full uh, blown miss for it." Yep. Well, I'll be. I was <laughs> like, "This son of a bitch, he could have been more excited."
0: <laughs> yeah, he's very impressed.
1: <laughs> should have been should have hyping her up right there. Like, come on, man, that's a, that's a huge feat right there. She's been training for a few months. That she's been doing her entire life. Now. Come on, you gotta do
0: something. Yeah, exactly. In fact, in my notes, um, I I wrote that Kelsier confronts her about risking her life to save Ellen. and scolds. Uh, and then she turns around and scolds them for acting like noblemen themselves. And they kind of don't have anything to say. She storms off um, to go be by herself. At that point, because
1: she, <laughs> she she's good. she's growing. Uh, she's she, she's mature and she's like, yo, I'm not afraid to say something to you
0: guys anymore. Exactly. So then we switch to her perspective. Um, she's on the roof, and Kelsier goes and follows her, and he he speaks with her. They talk about love, and she tells Kelsier that no matter how many times her brother beat her, she still loves him. And he thinks that he's that she's gonna say that that she loves Ellen, but she's like, no, yep. I'm talking to, talking about my brother. Um, still loves him. The pain of him being gone is still very intense. Cause remember at this point, I don't even think he's been gone a year. He'd only been gone a few months when the story started and we haven't even been in the story within a year. So it's, you know, somewhere around, I'd say nine months to a year is how long Reen has not been around. Um, and she yep. confides in him that she very much is afraid of Kelster leaving her just like everybody else leaves her. And she also senses that he's not telling her everything, which he's right. Um, their conversation um, does put her in a better mood, and she eventually tells Kelsier about um, the Venture House secret, um, that they control the pits of Hassan. Um, she also believes the Inquisitor can the Inquisitors can sense allomancy, even with the Copper Cloud. Um, yep. l- just like she did earlier in the evening to find the assassins um this makes the case for Mayor not betraying kelsier more compelling and um vin is able to uh, detect Kelsier's, um allomantic pulses through his copper cloud Kind of proves the right then and there That she can break through that cloud Now for foreshadowing um, The voices in Vin's Mother's head told her To kill Vin's baby sister And Vin believes that she would have been Killed herself if not for Reen's intervention While Vin is trying to Detect Kelsier's allomancer She detects a pulse from a far off location Hmm that's uh,
1: okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, and then later in chapter 31, we jump back to Ellen. This time he's been hanging out with his friends. Um, he made a clean exit after the commotion um, at the keep was started. so when all the, when all the shit went down, he just zipped out the side door and they just went off and did their own thing, oblivious to what had been ha- actually happening. Um, he is yep. approached by, by his spy. Who followed Sazed back to Club Shop? Um, they think that Vin is part of a ska thieving crew, which kill, Which I'm sorry, um, Ellen um, is relieved to hear this news because that means that she's not a spy from the rib- spy, nobility. You know? She's just trying to rob him. He also has the realization <laughs> that Vin is a ska, um, when that's like, oh my God, like we were hanging out with the ska. And he, gets, he
1: gets mad. He gets kind of mad. Like she no. could have just told me.
0: Yeah, he's not like necessarily mad at her, but he was more like just kind of dumbfounded. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Whoa, I had no idea. Like, she, she, she got one over on me, and she's a ska. Like, what? Because he remember from previous conversations was under the impressions that the ska were almost a different species of human. You know, they were yep, physically yep. different. They were mentally more simple. Um, and that's just what he's been taught growing up. Um. And so yeah, when he returns home, he speaks to his father, and that's when he learns that uh, he was almost assassinated by Shan. Oh, yeah. It's like that's like, oh, your ex fiance is dead. She's trying to kill you. And of course his father's real giddy because he's like, Yes, we've got an Illarial dead on our property and tried to attack, you know, one of my own. Let's go, House war time.
1: I'm so. fine with it. <laughs> Bring on the blood! <laughs> um. Now, the rest of
0: the of the act is just so lit. So we get to chapter thirty-two. Um, Vin and Spook are chilling on the rooftop, um, watching House Valerian assault House Hastings. So I just imagine like the forces of Valerian are like assaulting Hastings. Like there's troops. They're nope. they're actually fighting. Um. Kelsier arrives, and then he and, and Vin, um, they leave to go meet Marsh. Um, but they stop and make a detour. Um, Kelsier thanks Vin for what he said, or what uh, she said about Mare. Um, um, and he's been thinking on her words about, you know, the Inquisitors can actually pierce a copper cloud, so she didn't betray him. And he believes that there is a pretty strong chance that... He wasn't betrayed by her, which just totally yep. changes things. You know, that's just like very as some bringing some closure. I think that he needs. Um, I, agree. Stop, I agree. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, they're helping each other out. Vin, Vin and Ellen, or I'm sorry, Vin and and Kelsey, are great dynamic. Um, they they really are. Yeah, super super good. And I, I love any any time they talk about. You know, Vin being like a daughter. Like, a, there's a, one point where where Kelsier's th- you know thinks like you know Vin or Mayor would have loved. Would have loved
1: to have a daughter. Would have been. He would have loved to have a daughter like daughter like you or whatever. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Very touching. You know. Now um, they stop at a Scoff tenement building, and Kelsier's is making himself seen, handing out money and food, acting almost like their savior. Yeah, savior to the skull, inspiring hope, and Vin's got some mixed feelings about this. Kind of, kind of makes her a little uneasy. Um, now they do eventually arrive at the building where they are going to be meeting Marsh, but they almost immediately sense something's wrong. Um, Kel whispers, um, "No, like no." As Vin sees, well, "No, no." Was Am I getting you, ahead of myself?
1: Because- no, I mean no, no, You're right. He doesn't sense something wrong.
0: He that's he stepped in a pool of blood. Yeah. So, um, I in my notes say that Kel whispers "no" as Vin sees the blood trickling down the stairs.
1: I thought you said he sensed it. I was like, no, nah, no, nah, he stepped in <laughs> blood. He well, stepped in blood. I think <laughs> before
0: I think before that they they both are kind of on edge, like something doesn't seem right, and then that's when he's oh. he notices the blood and is like, no. And she sees the blood. Um, they and race upstairs. In there. They go in the room and they find a flayed corpse,
1: Marsh. And uh, yeah, it's a tough scene. Yeah, it's. Um, uh, it. I, I'm curious, like you said, when when all of this comes out, how they're going to portray uh, portray that? There, with how this book is, like HBO or. I hope they It's going to have to pick this up or something. This this feels like
0: an HBO show. Yeah, I would love nothing more than that be the case for sure. Now, guys. sorry. Any, anyways, <laughs> uh, um, they do, however, find the hidden message. Um, uh, Marsh's last note. Um, back at Club's shop, they read the note, and and Kelsey is visibly pissed. Um, he gives the command for Renault to cease the operation and a pull out. He fears that Marsh told the Inquisitors everything from their plan. So they scramble and depart the shop. Uh, Kelsier indicates that he's going to cause some pain to the Final Empire. So they're like, fuck this. Like, you know, there's no way that Marsh didn't squeal on them before he was killed because they they know how effective they are at torture. No way. We're a compromise. We're done. It's at work. We, we, yep. we got to bounce. He's like, yeah, I'm going to go cause A little bit of ruckus Now We jump to a new character Waylon Waylon is a prisoner in the pits of Hathsin Searching for ATM On his last day before he's going to be Executed, um, if he doesn't find a geode He does find that geode
1: Oh yeah, he he, he did He
0: does find it, extracts the ATM Bean, and he's relieved Like, yes, I'm going to live another Seven days um, he he upon, climbs out he, he climbs out and he runs into a He runs into a man in a cloak Who tells brooding him
1: Brooding
0: character Yeah for sure brooding he <laughs> helps, helps him to his feet and tells him that the guards are dead And to escape Which then we cut right hey, back
1: Everybody you possibly can
0: Yes cut back to Kelsier. Return to the pits Descends He burns 10 um, his senses, uh, and that he senses uh, a geode starts to crack. Using alamancy, actually destroys the geodes that produce the atm. Um He and un- and that's where he unveils the last part of his plan to destroy the only place that grows atm. So we don't really get a lot from that scene, but my my imagination, my visual image of of what he does, he goes down there and he's just shattering those those geodes, or shattering the yeah. the crystals that grow the geodes. Pretty cool. Pretty cool mental scene. It's amazing. It. And that and that ends thirty two. Um, we pick up on thirty three. Let's go. <laughs> Vin is sitting with the rest of the crew um, back in the, in their backup layer, chatting. Um, <laughs> they discuss the house war. Hunter's dead so far. Kelsey arrives. He's uh, suffering from pewter drag. Uh, he tells them that he destroyed yeah. the pits, and they are just completely dumbfounded. Like what? Um, after the conversation, Kelsier goes to bed. Vin worries what will happen to Ellen now that the Venture's source of power has been destroyed. Um, they go to sleep. The next morning, Vin and Seized's conversation is interrupted by the news of more public executions. We're at it again. Now the crew leaves to go find their, their 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 place to view this you know this day's executions, and Kelsey contemplates saving the prisoners. Um, and the other the other crew members seem to agree with him. Like they're like, yeah, we kind of can't let this stand. And Vin thinks they're all crazy. She's like, what? No way. Then yeah, they see the prisoners, which includes Spook and Renault. So it's just like a no brainer. Kelsier immediately takes off to free them. Van tries to stop him. Um, tells Kelsier, "You know, no, you can't do that." And Kelsier kind of gets this, like, I wouldn't say pity, like, like disappointed look on his face. And and he says, "Quote: You still have some things to learn about friendship. I hope someday you realize
1: what they are." Yep. And then he says something else that I really really like is it, it's. Uh, What was it? it was You stopped me last time in the caves I will not yes. let you stop me this time Yes it, exactly
0: What is that chapter 33 Yeah He's pretty much like um, Yeah I'm not gonna let Like
1: you, you're not gonna Stop me this time um, Let's see I have it right <laughs> here
0: you lost your place. No, I uh, no. It's, it's it's all good. But yeah, you, that's pretty much exactly what he said, and that's uh, some pretty uh, pretty harsh last words to hear.
1: <laughs> like combined with what you said about friendship and what I said, I'm like, dude, he's letting her happen this time. He's yeah. not taking any crap.
0: And and you 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 bundle that with the fact that that. Is literally the very last things that he ever says to her.
1: Stuff. And he basically downs nettles. <laughs> He's like, we're, we're doing this. I'm doing this. And it looks like it, I just picture, like, just taking a shot. This is like a shot alcohol, it's like a shot Yeah,
0: exactly. Mid walk, just downing, just eyes never leaving the prize, just going zoning in.
1: And then, I, if it doesn't happen in in, this, in the movie, TV series, whatever, I want a superhero landing.
0: <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. I, I'd I be down for that. Well, I mean, he goes over there and he literally just starts blasting soldiers out of the way. And he comes face to yeah. face with the Inquisitor. Clearly, there was a trap, and hundreds of soldiers just come flooding in to the square. And
1: um, it was and he- Ham disappears.
0: Yes, Ham. Ham goes running off, and Vin plops down next to to Breeze to help Breeze with emotional alamancy. Yep um now we learn that this inquisitor is the one that uh, has been chasing vin he asked you know he he asked kelsey where's the girl
1: where's girl? Um,
0: yeah exactly and then they start fighting um and that little bit into the fight Kelsier sees ham with a group of his skull soldiers charging into the fray um so ham went to go get get some of the soldiers so they can come Hang out, and again, Ben yep. is helping Breeze um, soothe, and 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 she's probably also riding as well. And 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 Breeze has like a whole crew of soothers and riders that are also there assisting. Yeah. Um, let's see have, now.
1: There's an all-out freaking war. There's just a straight-up revolution going on right now.
0: Yep, they're just fighting, fighting in the streets. That's,
1: um. That's- all it is, picture was the, the movie uh, The Gangs of New York, uh, where yeah. they all just start brawling right there. That's what's going
0: on. Yep, exactly. Except for superpowers. <laughs> uh, yep, you hit it right on the head. And um, so after some more fighting, Kelsey manages to free the prisoners in one of the carts. Um, and he runs into none other than Ellen Venture himself looking for Vin.
1: Dude, I love that. I love that part right there. He's going, he's like, man, no. No, she's safe. Or where is she? She better
0: be well, safe. Not be this. Well, so it's, it's actually. I thought it was all going to be contained in one scene, but it's actually two scenes there. So he sees Ellen looking for for Valette, and he's like, "This fucking guy." And then he's <laughs> still, he then he's still fighting. So um, Kelsier was planning on distracting the Inquisitor long enough to free the the prisoners, and then he was going to bounce. Which happened. Yes. Um, sensing sensing this, however, the Inquisitor uh, beheads a fleeing Ska, which just enrages Kelsier, and he begins to fight in earnest, like, let's go. Yep. Um, now, after an intense fight, Kelsier ends up assisting um, the freeing of the final cart, um, which is where Spook and Renault are, are held. And after they're released, that is when Ellen actually rushes in and asks. you know, he shakes Renault and he's like, where's, where's Valette? Where is Valette? Suddenly the Inquisitor is there and he buries the axe right in Renault's back. So he drops. Um, He then turns to Ellen and he raises his other axe like he's about to just totally kill Ellen and Kelsier, knowing that Vin loves him. Intervenes, and saves Ellen, and he tells Ellen that the girl is fine and to escape. And
1: Kirsten so, if you think of that,
0: yeah, he can't believe that he saved a nobleman.
1: That he says that in his head, he's like, I can't believe I just saved a nobleman. What would they yep. think? I'm just yeah. talking about everybody else and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, <laughs> like, exactly. So this, guy, this guy. And then. Then, but we 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 also have to talk about how he killed the Inquisitor. Well, well, that's and the next he, cha-
0: that's the next chapter. Where oh, we're that's not,
1: the next one. Ah, oh, dude, dude, it's ah, yeah. oh, it all like yeah. gets in my head. It's all mixed together. Thank yeah, you. Okay.
0: So that that's that's where chapter thirty three ends with him basically, you know, telling um. Uh, hey, Ellie, get the fuck out of here! Get the fuck out! <laughs> um, and then in foreshadowing in this part um, Kelsey makes eye contact with, with Renault after he's been hit in the back Who's not yeah. dead And then decides to play dead <laughs> So even though Renault took a, a, an axe to his back He's Decides that he's going to play dead So take that as you will
1: huh. Yeah, Now, we'll see, yes,
0: we see what happens we, we are Now to get to that point, chapter 34 Um pretty much the fight continues between the Inquisitor and Kelsier. Uh, the Inquisitor is t- taunting Kelsier, but at a certain point Kelsier gets the better of him, starts to just beat the fuck out of him, yelling at him, asking him if he killed Marsh. You know, kind of like um Oberyn Martell in Game of Thrones. You know, yep. Illyana! Just, just fucking just go into going to town on him. On? And ends up... uh Oh, and and he also is like, you know, were you there when I was caught? You know, when when him and Mare were, were caught by the Lord Ruler. And, yeah, he cuts his head off with his own axe. <laughs>
1: yeah, he takes his own axe and just like, you know what? I'm done. And clean, clean shaven, you know, head.
0: Right in front of tens of thousands of Ska who then. They're all like, oh, you be, can kill them.
1: You can yeah, kill they- them.
0: Yeah, and they immediately begin to start chanting Survivor, Survivor. Which just gives me goosebumps,
1: you know? So good.
0: Like, he is the survivor of Hassan, and he is is just... He is incepting that that drive and that spark that they need to actually do a revolution. He's giving that to them on a silver platter. And just at the height... Of all of that, an oppressive soothing washes over the crowd. The Lord Ruler's carriage crests the top of the hill and enters the square. Now, one last foreshadowing here before the next section. Vin sees Renault down with an axe in his back. And, and then Doc's uh, remarks that it may or may not have been a fatal blow. He doesn't know that much about Chondra. So... Alright, so then we get to
1: the final, the final part of the fourth act. Do what? Do what? Who, who did you say looked down and saw the was down with Axon's back? Oh, Vin. Yeah, that's so it. Was like that. It may, it may yeah, have been yeah, yeah, out yeah. for a second. We're
0: just fine. Oh, yeah, yeah. She she sees him on the ground um, and she's like, no, you know, Renault." And, and Dox is like, oh, he's like, he's like, don't, he's like, he's like, that may or may not be fatal. I don't know that much about Condor. Don't worry about him. Um, so, Kelsier, he, he stays exactly where he is. He's standing there, defiant, face to face with the Lord Ruler 1v1. The Lord Ruler gets out of his carriage. He's young, tall, thin, powerful um the lord ruler is attacked by some of hans men and one of those guys just literally impales him with a spear but the lord ruler and doesn't even break walking. stride he just nope. keeps going shrugs it off he actually pulls or he 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 doesn't actually attack them he lets his inquisitors just uh, kill them and with axes with they them. just they just start hacking them to death still kelsier stands defiantly he tells Kelsier that the inquisitors are hard to replace and that he has killed him once before and he will do it again. And then the ultimate moment Kelsier responds by telling him that he is the thing that he can never kill. He is hope.
1: We'll and,
0: yep. Then the Lord ruler uh, proceeds to a backhand Kelsier with an incredible blow. Um, pretty much killing him with that. And if that, if that backhand didn't, if that backhand didn't kill him, then the Lord ruler pulling the spear out of his own torso, turning around and stabbing it through Kelsier's torso. Definitely sealed the deal.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That would definitely have uh finalized the uh, finalized. It.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: It's not funny, the, but it's true. Uh,
0: yep. The inquisitors uh, then begin killing the skull in mass. Um, just, indiscriminately just start killing you know there's tens of thousands of ska that are there watching and they just go to town just mass murdering um, yep then rushes over and makes it to kills body where she discovers that he is dead for sure um vin's worst fears imagined she has been abandoned by another person that she loved
1: and, and that it's ends. it's like everybody is just everyone's just leaving her
0: yep and that ends chapter 34 in act
1: four such a good act Such a good so act. so lit right it really is it's crazy to, to go from this one to the next one which i saw is only like four chapters
0: yeah it's pretty short not this but a, lot one though, a lot a lot a lot happens though like we'll have plenty of things to talk about but I mean, yeah it's definitely out. a lot a lot shorter the name Did of not. of Act Four is "Dancers in a Sea of Mist." I forgot to read that or mention that at the beginning. Dancers in yep, the Sea of yep. Mist, and then Part sure Five
1: just counts is, to the fight with uh, Shan.
0: Oh, definitely. Hmm. Um, and then the next the next act will be "Believers in a Forgotten World." So, so. stay stay tuned. <laughs>
1: But yeah, definitely,
0: Act Act Four is the best act in my opinion. The most enjoyable, the most action packed, the most uh, plot lines coming to a head. Obviously, it sucks say, yeah. losing Kelsier, like I mean, Kelsier is such a big personality. To only Gandalf
1: will be back. It's it's okay. It's only Book
0: One. <laughs> yeah, you think so? <laughs> it's only
1: Book One. Gandalf will come back.
0: It'll be Kelsier the White.
1: Basically,
0: nah, nah, nah. You can't copy. her. You can't copy. Her. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, super good though. Um, a lot of uh, just so, so much happens. I mean, you know, so your much your your critiques of the third act being, you know, the most boring act, which it definitely is. This one makes yeah. up for it, like tenfold, no, dude, in my this opinion. One,
1: oh, with a doubt this one just skyrocks it brings it brings that story right back up and I love it I'm here for
0: it yeah it's definitely really good, <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Hey,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see the conclusion I'm excited to see the conclusion on how this plays out I'm excited to see how Um, hey, hold on hold on I called it I called it that Dago <laughs> Kelsier was going to die like Gandalf.
0: You did call it. Yeah, you did. I
1: called it, and I knew it. Back,
0: uh, back in our very first episode, our prologue-only episode, that was one of the things that you called unprompted. You had not listened to the story up to that point, only the prologue. That was that was a good foresight on your part.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't know. You set it up too perfectly for that to happen. Not For that not to happen, if that makes sense
0: well and one thing to, to keep in mind is like there's a lot of threads that are pulled together um over the course of the story with what had happened so kelsey's true, true intention was to die or that was yep. his back that was his backup option if the 11th medal didn't do the job did not he, was, work. Exactly. he was basically putting himself as the savior of the ska and immortalizing himself as a religious figure. Um. For the ska.
1: And I think he did a great job. I think he yeah, did a great he, job.
0: Yeah, yeah, he became a martyr, for sure.
1: And, that, and, that, and if you want a revolution, that's what you're going to need.
0: Yep. And of course, you know, Kelsier is just like, you know, his wife has died. And he has endured so much pain and hardship. Like, it's almost like now he can rest. Now Yeah, he, can... he's,
1: he had nothing else to lose. Except for Vin. That's the only thing he didn't want to lose. Yep. But that is true. Wait, well, that right there concludes act 4D. We are one episode away from the final, and I could not be more excited. I know. <laughs> I uh, I could not be more excited for the finale of this. We 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 oh dude, I cannot wait. I am going to start reading this ASAP.
0: Yeah, um, and I am going to start working on the retrospective episode as well, so a little bit of context for that. That's going to be basically reviewing the book from start to finish uh, just as an overview, talk about the impact um, that the Mistborn series has had on the, um, the zeitgeist of the fantasy genre. Um And you know what's to come In the future discuss anything Movie or TV show related Just you know Basically um, kind of Given the the whole Series or I'm sorry the whole book In a retrospective review So that'll be yeah. our final episode so we, we Have two more technically two episodes left um, But one episode To finish the book and then one episode To discuss it As a whole
1: which I think will be good. Which is good oh, yeah. and exciting to come from. Uh, we can we can talk about the, the highs and lows in a, in a quick synopsis and it's gonna be it's gonna be good. Uh, and like I said, I'm excited to see how see how this ends. I'm I'm curious.
0: Well, and what's even more than that is I'm excited for you to start the Well of Ascension because in my opinion, this book is great, but I think it's yeah it, it's my least favorite of the three if that tells is sure it what really you're yeah
1: really okay okay like i'm excited
0: yeah i mean there's definitely so like the next book um its middle act is also very slow um as well in fact it's like you know when people put the series down it's usually in the the middle of the second book a lot of politicking a lot of setting up for what's going to happen but i can promise you that act five and then the bonus act six are so incredibly exciting that they they it's so it's so worth it in fact nice. um you know i know we we've we've briefly mentioned the idea of the sander lanch and that's the Brandon, yep. Sand, Brandon Sanderson avalanche and the second books. And I, honestly, in my opinion, the Sanderlanch here was what we just covered because, you know, in act five, is only, date. yeah, I, there's, it's definitely exciting what goes down in the next act, but it's only four chapters and it does, it, it's overshadowed by the Lanches in books two and three, uh, especially three, three I cannot read or listen to three without shedding multiple tears. Um, even as many times as I've read the series. It just gets me every time. It is my absolute is, fa- favorite ending to is any book. This the
1: first time you've mentioned this and I'm kind of pissed because I don't want to cry.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh, my friend. Uh, let's just, well, we'll see, you know, like I'm kind of a (laughs) softy, you know, like when, uh, when, when Aragorn tells the hobbits that they bow to nobody, like, I can't watch that and not, you know, get teary eyed or the, uh, the charge of the Rohirrim. Like those are the things that get me. Um, Understandable. Understandable. But yeah. So there's very exciting things to come and I'm, I'm excited for you to be able to experience this all for sure. And I'm Same. excited, and I'm excited for all of you guys to uh, experience it with us as well. Because, um, man, it is
1: so good. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude, it sounds so good. It sounds so good. Well, that's all,
0: that's all I got. There's a you know a little long episode today, but a lot of stuff happens. Next episode, we should be well within our time frame here. But I mean, maybe not because we both like to talk so.
1: Yeah, yeah, guys, unfortunately we are yeah, this is a longer episode. I apologize for that. Uh but you know at the same time we're doing something that we truly, truly enjoyed and are having a black
0: And we're honing our craft. You know, the more times to do this the better we're gonna be at it and you know, and that's kind of like Brandon Sanderson's Mistborn Era One is almost considered like his rough draft for the quality of work that he puts out after. You yep. know, like he he wrote Elantris was his sixth book that he put that he wrote, but the first one published, and then he did Mistborns One, Two, and Three, or Mistborn Era One books one two and three and six seven or yes or six seven and eight i believe 2006 seven and eight um a lot of people will point i i believe so or, or seven eight yeah yeah it's eight was when hero of Ages came out i believe um a lot of people will point to the mistborn series as as that this is proof that brandon sanderson's prose and his writing style is not that great but i feel mm-hmm. like Those people fail to look at anything after the first Mistborn because his writing gets so much better. So where we are here honing our craft and and working through all of our technical issues and getting good at this aspect, so is Brandon in this story. So as we progress to more and more of the Cosmere, we will just have this better fine tune
1: more and more each time. Hey! That sounds like a plan right there to me. Well, let's go ahead and call right now. Uh, Ron, you want to say bye?
0: Hey, yeah. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us, guys. Um, hit us, uh, hit us up on the socials. Let us know what we can do differently. Um, let us know what we're doing right, doing well, doing right. And um, yeah, much love. Appreciate you all.
1: Awesome. Well, guys. Until next time. Happy reading. Thank you for joining us on this literary journey through the realm lore of the fantasy bookshelf. We hope our discussions and insights have enriched your reading experience and sparked new ideas. Remember, the adventure doesn't have to end here. Pick up that next book, dive into its pages, and let its world captivate your imagination. Until next time, happy reading. These are our opinions and are not affiliated with Brandon Sanderson unless he wants us to be.